Hi everybody, I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your, your twilight, twilight phase. phase. <laughs> <laughs> it was real snappy. <laughs> you probably been snappy. Welcome back, Maya. <gasps> Thank you. I'm home. You're home. We uh, literally haven't heard anything about Europe. I was not updating people. No. <laughs> I got like three photos is all I got. I got I a lot of photos from friend of the pod who was like also sending me photos of pigeons and like you and Scott happened to be in like the background of those photos. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh wow, yeah, look at them, they're all having fun. <laughs> I even have international data, so it's like not that I like needed to wait for Wi-Fi to text people. I just like wasn't on my phone. I was looking around. I mean, that's nice. That's you were living your, yeah, you were experiencing life. Yeah. Um, so I can't wait to tell you guys all about the highlights. And there are a lot of highlights, but, you know, I'll, like, trim it down. Highlights of the highlights. Yeah, highlights of the highlights. <laughs> or at least just, like, things that I think are funny and or magical <laughs> or interesting. Okay, relevant to the podcast, the book market over there, Ooh. all of the books were so specked out. They had oh. sprayed edges. They had foil. They had die-cut covers. Like, everything. Where? Was In- beautiful. Paris? In London. In London. In London. Every book was beautiful. I remember that. That's so interesting because yeah. I've, I've been talking a lot about the English, like, UK book market for some reason lately. Have you? And <laughs> mostly I feel like they only make paperbacks. Well, they do. Yeah. And they make them really fast and I hate their covers. Their cover, I think their, their copy? copy is, like, too short and doesn't tell you enough oh, yeah. about the book. UK copy and UK covers, I don't like, but they're spec. But I guess when they're they making hardcovers, they're making them right. No, all of these were paperbacks. paperbacks. Yes, what? paperbacks were yeah. the best. So the children's market is, like, very paperback-driven. Yeah. In the adult sections, I saw more hardcovers. Oh, maybe that's just a children's thing. Yeah, but, like, the, all the kids' books had specs. Is bananas. Hmm. Um, a magical London highlight. Once upon a time, I was walking through London, and we were staying in this neighborhood called Brixton. And I kept seeing signs for the Brixton windmill. And one morning, I was like, "I'm gonna go see the windmill." So I followed the signs. I was gonna go see the windmill, and I look up on my right, and what do I see? But a dog on a roof. I knew that this was gonna be. A I dog was so happy immediately, and so was the dog. And the dog had a ball in its mouth. And I like keep walking, and I hear a noise, and I turn back. The dog has dropped its ball onto the ground. <laughs> from the roof so i like picked it up and like threw it back up and then the dog dropped it again and we like played fast oh you were playing wow with the roof dog that's so the roof dog did you take a picture yes i do have photos okay that would be worth sharing maya yeah it really would put that on the put that on the insta yeah i should or melissa should (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why don't we put it on the twitter huh? i occasionally post on the insta now once in a blue moon do we post to the tumblr how about that no never <laughs> i've been considering taking it out of the credits don't go there <laughs> i mean if you want to go for like a backlog of old twilight memes that's available to you on our yeah twitter. it's a value yeah, that's resource. what people you know want. it's more of an archive though yeah just like the Twitter. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else happened in London? We were there for two weeks. It was just so fun. Um, okay. Then we went to Paris for three days. We went to Disneyland Paris. Ah, I hear it was great. so fun. Uh, when we were in line before, like, to get in, we saw this bird, like, up on, like, a little chandelier in the area we were in. Uh, and Scott was looking at it real careful, and he goes, oh, he's getting ready to do something. And then he dropped the biggest bird shit I've ever seen right onto this guy. Like, <laughs> it was so gross. We were, like, screaming. It was really fun. Uh, felt bad for him. Wow, so fun. <laughs> it was really fun. We had a great day at Disneyland Paris. Their rides are longer than our oh. rides. Ooh. Yeah, like, cool. their version of the ride will have, like, just like an extra, experience. like, 30 seconds. Yeah. Hmm. It's notably longer. And then we went to Switzerland. We went to Lauterbrunnen. It was so beautiful that we all thought we had died. <laughs> we were, like, beautiful. 
we're in heaven. Um, highlights of Lauterbrunnen. Well, this is just what I think is funniest, which is we went paragliding, which is like so amazing. You take a cable car way, way up the mountain. And then when you're way, way up the mountain, you get onto a ski lift to go even higher up the mountain. And then they like strap you in and you just run off the cliff. You just go. Um, I think I got by your story via Kate's Instagram story, (laughs) but like, I need to hear it from you. You are not by yourself. You're strapped into a oh, pilot. Oh, thank God. Okay. Um, although she did let me, like, drive the paraglider, which was really fun. <laughs> drive uh, it. But, like, what she told me, she was like, okay, so when I say run, you're going to run really hard. And I was like, you're going to be so proud. I'm going to be, like, the best <laughs> runner. How are you ever. running while attached to another person? I can't explain it. You just, like, do. <laughs> You're, are you strapped, like, just, like, front to back? You're, like, in a baby Bjorn, basically. On the front? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then when you're in the air, you just kind of settle into it and sit. Sure. Yeah. But the like running. I would need them to run it just kind of, you just kind of do it. I, like, can't that. explain it. You just How do you not, go. like, whack your legs all together? <laughs> I don't know. We just didn't. But here's the thing. When she was like, run really hard, I was like, yeah, I'm great at that. I didn't anticipate, like, the air resistance against the paraglider. Oh, right. And so she was like, run, 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 run. And I was like, I am trying. You were not moving. I was, like, trying so hard to dig in and move, and I couldn't do it. And eventually she was like, stop. And we had to, like, reset. (laughs) Okay, but were you able to eventually do it? eventually we got out there and we were flying it was amazing uh it was really cool she was like oh do you see that bird over there and i was like yeah and she was like they tell us where the thermals are and so like they like watch nature to figure out like how to fly that's cool it was so cool cool. we were so high up it was so beautiful oh my god i just have another thing i have to tell you guys um it was so beautiful um however about (laughs) two-thirds of the way in very quickly, like out of nowhere, I told her, I have bad news. I'm gonna throw up. Oh, God. And then I said, oh, no, I like these pants. And then I threw up. No! Uh, and I tried really hard to, like, throw up with did force. It, did it, like, come back? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it mostly like didn't have to come back because it just a went... content warning on this story. <laughs> Sorry guys, it mostly just went like directly down onto me because do I didn't have enough. On? Yes, you do have a helmet. Okay, yeah, but like, a, does it have a face shield on? <laughs> no. Did you get any of it on your person? I did get some onto her because it like went back on her. Oh, I thought you just meant like on your person, like on your body. On on your most of it went onto my person. Got it on your person and also your (laughs) and also on my pilot (laughs) and like you know some on the forest floor way below. (laughs) Great. Um, I like took my my hand and kind of like wiped it off her leg. I was like, I'm really sorry. And she kept going, no problem, no problem. And I was like, mm, it's not good, though. <laughs> what, what, what ha- like, did, we, did you get motion sick? Yeah, I think so. Like, it does sound scary. You know, and, interesting. Like, disorienting. Interesting. Yeah. I, so, like, friend of the pod, KF, like, definitely seemed scared. Other people seemed scared. I was not scared. I, like, thought I was going to be. But I don't know, like, Miriam, my pilot, just made me feel really safe. I was like, we're gonna be fine. Like, I wasn't scared. And I wasn't even embarrassed about the throwing up. But when we landed, I was, (laughs) I was very embarrassed about having the evidence on me. And so, like, we land and You weren't embarrassed about the act of puking? I think I know what you mean. I think I know what you mean. It's not like... It's not embarrassing that you threw up while paragliding. It's embarrassing I think it's that, embarrassing. like, everything that happens after, like, the fact yeah. that you threw up is just, like, I mean, you're paragliding. Like, how yeah, is your body like, supposed look, to respond things to that? Happen. But, like, the fact that it got on you, the yeah, fact that you were always another person, the fact in my that it got on her, the fact that everybody else knew about it, that's the I embarrassing mean, parts. I think all of it's embarrassing. 
Well, thank it's you like for that, crying, <laughs> like needing to cry is not embarrassing. But in certain yes, situations, is. having is. other people perceive you crying <laughs> is embarrassing. They're both embarrassing. Well, having Melissa, the biological human need to biological cry or human needs are so embarrassing. That's why being a vampire is better. Yeah, exactly. Bella, Regardless, no physical needs. Whatsoever. I felt how I felt, <laughs> and the part that actually embarrassed me was being covered in my puke. So like, well, we like, land. Yeah, that's also embarrassing. That's and Scott was like, "You did it!" And I immediately go, "I threw up." <laughs> uh, and she was trying to get me to walk over to where everyone else was because we were the last ones to land. And I was like, "Bitch, no!" <laughs> so I went over, but I walked backwards. <laughs> like scott came to like get me out of the harness and he was like oh yeah and i was like yeah. and then i like took my jacket off and i looked like a lot better because oh, most of it was on the jacket so God. that helped it was funny. that was hilarious oh. i know it's, it's i so did funny. i did uh kate recorded like you landing and like in it, she's laugh in the video. She's laughing because you also kind of like fell in the mud. Yeah, no. she landed us into like a gravel dirt pit. Like she meant to land like a few yards in front of where we Happy did. Happy birthday to, to you. you! I'm not gonna sing on the pod. Happy I'm not singing on the pod. Scott's gonna sing on the pod. You. Scott has burst into my room. It's from Olivia to and Melissa. What? <laughs> It was Maya's birthday two days ago. Happy birthday, Maya! Thanks, guys! Oh my god, I'm so happy. Oh, they're warm! <gasps> they're still warm? Yeah, Hell look yeah. how melty and beautiful that is. <laughs> Thanks, Scott! Thanks, Scott! You're so good! Scott, you Scott did a really great assist on that plan. <laughs> you guys are good friends! <laughs> I like how she's immediately <laughs> eating your face. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna wait for it to get cold. You're <laughs> <laughs> knocking. I will. Are they good? Are they good? They're cookies? really good. Good. You, you can eat another cookie. cookie. Thank you very much. I'll just put it right next to you. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I wish I could remember the other thing I really wanted to tell you guys about Switzerland. <laughs> like, man, I was like, oh, I gotta tell them that. That was really good. Switzerland. I feel sure it's about Lauterbrunnen. Scott, what happened to us in Lauterbrunnen? <laughs> what, what were the highlights of Lauterbrunnen? Um, paragliding the weird James Bond restaurant. <gasps> yes, thank you. Okay, I have to <laughs> tell wow, you guys. Scott, Sc- Scott come in with two big assists wow. on one episode. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> Incredible. He's so good. Um, also, do you mind shutting the door? <laughs> thank you. Okay, so... We were seeing ads everywhere for something called the James Bond Brunch, which (laughs) there's like an old, not famous James Bond movie filmed (laughs) on the top of a mountain in Switzerland. Of course. And they have a rotating restaurant. I love rotating restaurants. I've never been in one. There's Uh, one in Cincinnati. It's great. (laughs) uh, You go up, they give you like an armband, they slap it onto you. It's it was really interesting. It was a fabric sticker. I've oh. never seen a fab like, like a sticker made out like, of fabric. Sort of like a fabric bandaid. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like that. I really like a. They fabric slap band-aid. it on you, and it says James Bond brunch. <laughs> <laughs> and like it was just like regular food, but there was James Bond stuff everywhere. When you went to the bathroom. And flush the toilet. It made like a sound effect. No. Like do do do. Oh my god. When you wash your hands, like images would appear on the mirror in front of you. Like scenes from the movie or like a gunshot through glass on the mirror. Was like the food James Bond themed? It was regular food. Okay. <laughs> not even, not even like with James Bond names? No. <laughs> the theming weird. really falls so, like, apart for the actual brunch. So, like the brunch, the James Bond part was really just the bathroom the location. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the bathroom, uh, the men's room was called Bonds, 
and the women's room was Bond girls, <laughs> and all the doors had like the silhouettes of like the like uh-huh. Bond naked Bond girls, and it like felt uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> wow, pass. <laughs> it was so funny. I loved it so much. <laughs> And, like, the scenery was unreal. Like, the Alps? Are you kidding me? Oh, my yeah. God. I'm convinced. After seeing pics, I'm convinced I need to go and just, you like, experience You have to go. Take me with nature. you. I want to go back. <laughs> okay. And I know a great place to stay. Uh, our Airbnb hosts were really nice. They let us, uh, <laughs> the, like, man was named Rob. And I was like, Rob, what are you doing tomorrow? Do you want to get dinner? And he was like, yeah. And then later he was like, no, come over for a drink instead. And he went to, like, the other city that he lives in and picked up his dog and brought back his dog for us to play with. That's cute. I was like, five stars. (laughs) Five stars. (laughs) And then after Lauterbrunnen, we went to Zurich. Zurich, honestly, I'm ambivalent about. Like, it was, like, not as fun as other European cities, and I felt like it was, like, kind of dead. Uh, but I did see the biggest fucking swans in my life. They were <gasps> monsters. They were like the size of a fucking Mini Cooper. I could wow. not believe what I was seeing. Uh, did you take pictures? So maybe they were, I did take pictures. Maybe they were were swans. <gasps> were swans. Were swans. Um, and then for my birthday, our hotel had a rooftop pool. It was so interesting. You walk up the stairs. And the stairs just, like, lead you to the water, and you get in, and you swim down the hallway, and then there's, like, a, like, plastic sheet, and you kind of duck under the plastic sheet, and then you're outside. Whoa. I've I've seen some, like, Instagram influencer-type shit with places like that. It was Was it also, like, an infinity edge? Yeah. For sure. (laughs) Of course. Of course. Yeah. Whoa. Um... Everyone who worked there was so nice, and somehow they all knew that it was my birthday, even if, like, I hadn't spoken to them or met them yet. The only um, reason you go there is because it's your birthday. Yeah, I was saying, like, or maybe you just they greet everyone with happy birthday, and, like, they happen to get it right. Um, so those were some of the highlights. I did wow. miss you guys. I did miss our listeners, but, like, it was really amazing. <laughs> yeah, I don't wow. know if I believe you, really. We miss you. That sounds dope. I'm happy to be back. I'm also so moved about these cookies. (laughs) (laughs) I hope they're delicious. Uh, Yeah, they're good. I wish you were here. They're from. Me too. Yeah, me too. I do wish that we could eat the cookies that we got for your birthday. They're from Cookie Crumbs. Tell Olivia that worst case if you didn't like the cookies that I would eat them. I was like, how, bitch, how? We'll meet in the middle. (laughs) I would go get them, Olivia. (laughs) It is so hard to get you guys to Queens. (laughs) Cookies. Listen, hey. All it took mm -mm. was cookies. (laughs) It helps. I've been trying to go to Queens for a long time, and it's been rescheduled, not always by mile. (laughs) That's fair. Several times it got rescheduled, not by my doing. That is very fair. I acknowledge the truth of that. But also, I hate going to Queens. I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) We oh my god, our sleepover is like finally coming up again. I'm so excited. Is it actually? Did I put it in my calendar? Okay, we gotta I guess do the episode. Yeah, we should like start the episode. I guess. (laughs) Okay. I just want to talk. For about Europe forever. <laughs> this is what happens when we don't hang out. Those were good travel stories. Some yeah. people, like, I feel like people want me to have travel stories. And I'm just like, it was beautiful. But those were good travel stories. Thank you. I feel like what makes a travel story fun is It's not like, it's like yeah, we went to the Eiffel Tower. Like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. It's like, what is the, like, interesting... If you just lived it in your life and it was a good story, then it's like better because it happened someplace else. Yeah. Did you puke on yourself at the Eiffel Tower? Then I no. Then I don't want to hear about it. (laughs) And I have a lot of puking on myself stories, and they're all good stories. (laughs) Well, not typically on myself. They're just good puke stories in general. Right. I feel like anytime you puke on yourself, it's gonna be a good story. Listeners, I throw up a lot. (laughs) Try not to be too jealous. (laughs) <laughs> all right 
Oh my god, how apropos. The title of this chapter is Travel Plans. Ooh. And what? Some of these chapter titles are stupid. <laughs> chapter titles are really hard, though. Travel also, plans, though? My Travel experience plans. is that you do them last. Like, there's yes. a few good ones that you do as you go. And then we're at the end, and I have to be like, mmm, all these chapters still need titles. <laughs> all right, who's recapping? Not me, because no I'm eating these cookies. Clue. I mean, is it my turn because I'm editing? I have no idea. Truly no idea. All right, well, I guess I'll do it. Yeah, give it to us, Melissa. Yeah. Um, chapter 27, Travel Plans. Um, we start off the chapter, I honestly don't even really remember where we left things off, you know. She was just, like, really happy about was... how great her life is. That's what yeah, we left off. Yeah, she's a vampire now. She's good um, at it. She's really good at everything. That's it. That's it. And we open up chapter 27, and she's really happy, and she's really good at everything. Um, and she's just really contemplating how happy she is and how just, like, amazing and shiny her life is now. She compares it to a gold thread in a tapestry where before it, she was, like, just, like, brown. And also, it's been three months, though. I mean, yeah. It's it been was three a bit months, much. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it's been three months. They've apparently just been blissfully happy this entire time, um, except that they're they are a little worried because Renesme is the creepiest creepy kid ever. She's still just yeah. like advancing really quickly, but like yeah. also not in a baby way. Yeah. In like an adult way. <laughs> they just all, all the instances like describing Renesme are like she's like really graceful and she speaks with perfect grammar and and she's like a mini adult. And it's yeah, like, really even her proportion, weird. she's just, yeah. like, an adult like shrunk down. Like, she is not a baby who's growing fast. Right. That is very evident in this chapter. She's yeah. not just a baby who's growing fast. And yeah, can she's project her mind. Those are not mini the mini adult. Yeah. And, I mean, that's essentially the majority of this chapter is just describing all the different milestones that Renesmee has hit. She, you know, walks really quickly it was like after a week or something and now she can dance also and she was also hunting by the way the end this chapter ends with her hunting with jacob and bella um she can read even though no one taught her to read yeah um spontaneous reading was tennyson they're reading tennyson (laughs) it's so fucking stupid (laughs) uh you know this this child's just so advanced that she can't be bothered with picture books, even though she communicates with pictures. I was so offended. I know. By that I'm comment. like, <laughs> I was like, I'm I like, love picture books. She books prefers really good. to communicate with images directly into your mind. And you're telling me this child would rather read Tennyson than a picture book? A that makes no fucking sense. Point. That's a great point, Melissa. <laughs> Thank Charles you. Will be reading graphic novels. Exactly. <laughs> Exclusively. Raina Telgemeier. Every <laughs> single book. Um, but yeah, so they are all really worried about this because, you know, by their calculations, she's going to be like fully adult by like 15. And like, I guess. No, she's going to be like old and dead. She's going to be 15. old. Like, I guess her lifespan will be like complete by 15 or something yeah. at this rate. Yeah. So they're all really worried and like, well, fuck. Um, Edward and Carlisle are like kind of researching about it, even though like, what fucking research are you doing? Who the fuck knows? Um, They do decide that they're going to go to where like the legends of like these half children have come from, which I guess, are they going back to Isle Esme? Is that... Like that the area, only they lead said. they have is the one maid that they. So know they're just going to go back to Isle Esme, like, even though I guess we her. we don't. Did we ever find out like what country Isle it's Esme in Brazil. is part of, or off of Brazil, whatever? So they're like, we're going to go and research, um, and also they're talking about like, well, there is one guaranteed way that she can stop aging, i.e., let's turn her into a vampire. And Bella makes some comment about how. It's weird how, like, they're worried about it being dangerous because Venom is deadly to werewolves. I'm like, she's not a werewolf, though. Yeah, it didn't make make sense sense. to me. (laughs) 
But um, so they're essentially, you know, figuring out those travel plans. And then finally, like a gift from above, we find out the plot for the rest of the book, essentially, which is the Volturi. She even mentions, she's like, as much as I wish I could forget the Volturi, they wouldn't let me. And I was like, when? <laughs> We've completely forgotten about them. But here they are. They've apparently given menacing little notes. Like, oh. Uh, Just one. Just okay, they one. gave one menacing little note. And also Alice saw that they were going to send people to come to Forks to see if Bella was still a vampire. And then Alice... Uh, stop that from happening by sending them a wedding invite so that they could, like, infer, like, look, it's all happening. They're getting married. I wish they had attended the wedding. I know. <laughs> it would have been so good. It would have been so like, good. Like, Charlie in the same room with Arrow. any of them. Yeah. I would have been so happy. Imagine yeah, being been a so student good. at Forks High and not only does, like, the weird girl from Arizona who was always kind of mean and, like, kind of superior get married the moment she graduates but her husband's family is super weird and then they have a group of like seven italian vampires show up but you don't know they're vampires so they're just like old people with papery skin and, and nobody really can tell weird. you who and they, they look are. related even though all these people are adopted <laughs> i wish. but Anyway, so, but, like, so they sent then a wedding present, and it was, like, a jeweled box, and it apparently has some, like, I don't know, royal necklace in Literally it. Literally a like, crown jewel. What a the A crown jewel. Like, what in the Makes world? Makes no sense. Um, Why would they give that to Bella? Who is Bella? Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Like, um, and they, like, left a note saying, like, I, I so look forward to seeing the new Mrs. Cullen in person. And so, from that... They've decided, well, Bella's decided that she's going to go to Italy and show them that she is a vampire now. And she's also made the plan that she's doing this alone, which at first I was like, why would you do that? But she had, does make the point that Arrow can see, you know, all things when he, like, touches you. And so they wouldn't be able to keep their baby a secret from the Volturi. And right now their only concern about like that. that is that... They would want to collect Renesmee because she's like so special. <laughs> she's so uh, interesting. She's so special and she's impossible to not love. Um, and so they're like, no, he can't see when me in my mind when he touches me. So I'm just going to go alone and be like, hey, I'm a vampire and peace out. And you're like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so that is like the current plan. But while Bella, Jacob, and Renesmee are out hunting together um we see what's her name irina irina yeah they like make they gave us this little tidbit while alice is trying to see the future of like all the possibilities that could happen with volturi she sees a bunch of stuff like a snowstorm she sees irina visiting blah blah maybe blah. Maybe, not. maybe who knows and then while they're hunting bella sees arena and she's like really far away and uh Irina obviously sees Jacob the werewolf um and then we're reminded that Laurent was with Irina and Laurent was killed by werewolves so therefore Irina would probably be mad that the Cullens are hanging out with werewolves and you know I did need that reminder I did did yeah I did (laughs) recap there (laughs) and so then Irina growls and runs away and Bella interprets it as, oh, Arena's mad that we're hanging out with this werewolf. Um, so I guess she calls Edward and it's like, hey, Edward Carlisle, go chase her. And like, I feel really bad about this, whatever. Um, and I mean, then they go back to the house and that's the chapter. I would give you maybe like a 6.8 because it was really good, but it did feel quite long. However, however... You gave me cookies, so you get a 10 million. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, you didn't give me cookies, so you get a 6.8. Yeah. 
<laughs> I just want to point out that it also went on forever because you both interrupted me like 10 times. We were trying to be helpful. Um, that's not how recaps go. Also, everybody gets interrupted on their recaps, actually. Not as much as this one. I'll go back. <laughs> Look at all the time we had to interrupt. <laughs> Y'all interrupted me so much. Proportionally, it was even. Okay, so we start with this weird tapestry (laughs) metaphor in order to pass some time, I guess, so that Renesmee can, like, grow up a little bit. It's, mm, whatever. I thought that it sounded ugly. (laughs) (laughs) They're all just really pretty colors that have been, like, meshed together in a tapestry, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, they're not making anything. It's not a tapestry it, right, it's not like it's an image of anything, so I can just assume that you just have a whole bunch of, like, bold and glaring colors don't really go together. Yeah, I just imagined it as, like, you know those, like, kind of ugly blankets at, like, your grandma's house that's, like, thin sure. stripes all the way around? Like, I don't know, it just felt like she didn't but, describe a gradient. I thought, I didn't, it didn't sound cute. But because each individual thread is beautiful, therefore the tapestry is beautiful. But actually what I think is what Bella described originally was that if she were brown and she could like be a cool background color. A and really like, supportive they're color. A really supportive color. Like guess what? That's still fucking beautiful, Bella. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds prettier than the one that you're describing now. But anyways, but yeah, no, she's gold. Yeah, sparkly before. So. No, yeah, also gold. beige and gold are very similar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now she's sparkly because she's a vampire. Yeah. She's glistening gold. She's the main character now, whereas before she apparently wasn't, even though she was. We had three books about her. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, Quill and Embry have just casually become part of Jacob's pack, just on the oh, side. Oh, yeah. Uh, Leah is second in command now. Sue even is obsessed she... with Charlie. And feeding him all the time. And Sue's just, like, hanging out and doesn't really talk. Just plays a supportive... You know, she's just, like, the insert female character that Charlie needs in his life to stay functional. Yeah. She literally will go to the Cullen's house with Charlie and just, like, sit there silently next to him. Uncomfortable. Just his literal support system. Yeah. Not participating. Um, Bella's super happy. And at first she's, like... Oh my god, why is Jasper still hovering around me? Like, I'm clearly not going to kill anybody. Like, haven't I proven myself? And Edward is like, oh, it's totally not that. You're just so fucking happy that he wants to hang around around you. you. Which, don't you, like, just kind of want to smack her? Yes! uh, (laughs) God, you're you're so perfect. You're so happy. (laughs) Like, I love Bella, and I do want her to be happy, but there's, like, something psychological going on where she's like, I'm so happy. I'm like, shut up. (laughs) I just want her happiness to be more, like, woven into the tapestry. Yeah, and I do think that we would appreciate her happiness more if we knew before this chapter that the Volturi were still, like, an ominous presence on the horizon. Like, why didn't you tell us about the Volturi when all of this was happening in the beginning of the book? Why are you only now mentioning it? (laughs) She talks about the Volturi, like, a tiny little bit. She mentions them, like, once. Yeah, but it's in a way that's, like, by the way, if you're picking up this book after not reading Eclipse for quite a long time, here's what you need to know. Right. When, according to the narrative... They were getting messages from Aro, like, in the middle of all of this, and Alice yeah, had Yeah, fuck that! It's Alice. like, hey, by the way, all this shit happened with the Volturi earlier, but I yeah. didn't mention it then. Yeah. Why is it like I hate that? It. So stupid! And, like, I think having that information would have made this experience of Bella being so goddamn Just happy. waiting, but also more. waiting. Because you know, like, oh Bring shit, the Volturi are still on the other side. So how this is going to be short-lived. Like, imagine yeah. how cool it would have been if Bella as a human gets that gift from Aro and, like, puts on this giant necklace with a huge stone. And, like, th- she talks about Edward being, like, a stone all the time. There'd be, like, interesting metaphors. It would, But also she would have been scared. It and that would have been, been cool. the very, that could have been, like, the opening of this book. Yep. Instead of oh, her driving around in a car. That could have been the opening yep. scene. Damn, she needed an edit. <laughs> <laughs> she 
truly. <laughs> Listeners, I have to tell you something that you're gonna hate so much, which is while I was on my vacation, I got unbelievable Stephanie Meyer gossip that I will never I, you ever tell you. can't tell them! That I will never, <laughs> ever tell you! Can we even tell them that we have something we're you not can't telling even them? tell them that! Yeah, you That's can tell people so you know cruel. something you're not gonna tell them. <laughs> Sorry! So cruel. But anyways, all the possibilities. It's so strange to me that, like, we literally have this problem with the book that we've mentioned multiple times. And then right. it's like, oh, by the way, this has been a threat the whole time. I just didn't mention it, dude. And it's like, what, oh, a third what? of the way into the second half of the book? Oh, my God. We have, like, maybe a quarter of the book left. Like, maybe. Yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> it I feels keep thinking, like so much more. It feels like a third. I keep thinking about all the things that I know still have to happen. And the pages are just dwindling. And I'm like, <laughs> we have, like, 25 people that we have to meet. Right. Like, are we oh going to meet God. them? Apparently. It's so strange. I feel like next we have to talk about how creepy Renesmee Okay, Renesmee. Yeah. You're right. And then we get into this. She spoke her first word when she was exactly one week old. <laughs> However, not only was it her first word, mama, it just so happened to be her first sentence, which just so happens to be grammatically correct. I just want people to know that though Stephanie has implied that you can just know things without being taught them yes you can't right (laughs) that's what's annoying here it's like she's equating intelligence with knowledge with knowing things you can't be born knowing things especially because it's not that she can read minds if she could read minds i would believe okay maybe she has some like osmosis right powers of like osmosing how to learn to read i wouldn't (laughs) like it but i would believe it but yeah but she projects. But she just communicates in pictures and yet somehow knows how to read. Like, she's been read to a lot, but it's not even like they were doing that thing that you do huh? in, like, preschool and elementary school where like the reader finger? reads and, like, follows along with their finger. So you make the, like, word-sound connection. They're not doing that for her with Tennyson. <laughs> and also, she speaks with perfect grammar, but, like, yeah. you don't... That's not how... That's human, not that's... how language, learning Not language how brains works. learn language. Uh-huh. She says, and Mama, where is grandpa? And that she speaks in, like, a perfect, posh little British accent. <laughs> <laughs> Mama. She was born British. <laughs> I love that. Then she walks. She, she just stands up and walks across the room. Yeah, she has, she's, and she's very graceful about it. She's she shaky. watches Alice kind of dance around arranging flowers, and she's like, I can do that. <laughs> okay. It's so weird. And then all yeah. of them, like, clap because they feel like they're supposed to, but also they're, like, meeting each other's eyes, like, like very round-eyed. Fuck? Like, what the fuck is going on? They talk about how advanced this child is, and yet also, like, oh, Renesmee just wants us to be, like, congratulate her on her achievements but i'm like yeah. if she was that advanced she wouldn't need congratulations yeah <laughs> i i that i kind of feel like i get it i also want to be applauded on every little thing i do <laughs> actually <laughs> and i turned 29 on this trip <laughs> i don't Sometimes like that i'll just like stand in front of scott and like give him a look and he'll be like great job <laughs> like that's right okay like, i'm not doing anything i'm just feel existing like, like the implication is that Renesmee is just so great and perfect that she has transcended the need for that kind of validation. <laughs> Scott and I actually joke a lot, like, have you tried external validation, though? It's, like, way better than internal validation. Oh, yeah, it is. It's way more satisfying. Well, good thing that Jacob's first reflex was always to give Renesmee whatever she needed. God. His own reactions were secondary. That's That's the most toxic thing I've ever heard in my whole life. (laughs) That is fucking toxic. That's fucked up. I hate it. It's, okay, so, like, question, I guess, is at what point do you be honest with Renesmee about what's going on? Because she should know. She's never met a human child, so she probably doesn't know how weird she is. No. But she's somehow learned to read. But she knows how to read and she can. Right. She has been read books, so she knows that children exist. Right. So, like, 
I mean, for me, at a certain point, and they're always like, oh, well, we can stop her aging. We can turn her. And I'm like, you have to talk to her about it. Um, and <laughs> but like great point from Melissa. <laughs> thank you. But, like, they keep, they keep acting like, you know, she's a baby. And right. yet also hitting the fact that she's not, not a, a baby. baby. And so I'm like, listen, you don't get to have it both ways. I have to read the description of what she looks like. Yeah, you have yes. to. You have it to. haunts me. Yes. It's like the perfect encapsulation of she's a baby, but she's not a baby. Yes. At three months, Renesmee could have been a big one-year-old or a small two-year-old. She wasn't shaped exactly like a toddler. She was leaner and more graceful. Her proportions were more even, like an adult's. Not even like a kid, like an adult's. Her bronze ringlets hung to her waist. I couldn't bear to cut them, even if Alice would have allowed it. Um, blah, blah, blah. She could not only walk, but run and dance. She could even read. Okay, but also, she, you skipped over the non-physical bits. Renesmee could speak with flawless grammar and articulation, but she rarely bothered, preferring to simply show people what she wanted. She could not only walk, but run and dance. She could even read. Just, what the It's fuck? so creepy. She's like a little doll. She's exactly like... A creepy little doll. Yeah, everything that comes later, every description of her, just remember that she's like a foot and a half tall adult. That is exactly (laughs) what my reaction was the entire rest of this chapter. Anytime I imagined her, I was like, like but she looks like a (laughs) one-year-old. I mean, not that I under, as we've made clear, I don't know anything about biology, but like, just like, (laughs) As a, a developing thing, like, it's implying that she doesn't have any of that awkward, like, coming mm-hmm. into yourself phase. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can't not have that. Like, as, as something that is changing into something that will be a final form, you will have awkward stages. You're no, not just, not like, a perfect, not a perfect form of your final form, but smaller. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, that's what that's, she is. It's no. like like old Renaissance paintings. Yes. They like, didn't know how to <laughs> the draw adult babies, baby Jesus so just, faces. Yeah, so they just oh. drew them as smaller adults. That's literally Renaissance. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh. And then finally they lay out their actual concerns. Like, it really has not been laid out on the page. The right. fear that Bella has is that she's aging so fast that her total lifespan seems like it would be 15 years and that's scary because you don't want your child to only live 15 years and like what does that mean for her especially when you're gonna live forever right Right. she's gonna be an adult in four years four years i mean that is wild so like yeah i get it you're worried um and i mean you know when do when is it that we find out that she just like I don't know. Stop. Does she ever stop? Yeah, we find out later. Yeah, it's gonna be really it's convenient. Coming. Yeah, don't <laughs> of worry. Of course. Don't worry. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're like, oh, actually, won't have there to do was anything. nothing they needed to worry about. Yeah, they won't have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get the, like, oh, she's so like Jacob because they're both, like, not quite one thing. Like, they're two mm-hmm. things. But then the leap to, like, therefore... Trying Venom to turn her into deadly. a vampire could kill her doesn't really. That doesn't make because she's half no. vampire. Half vampire. She has to have some Can't, kind of venom like, in her system. Like if they're doing any research, does it not involve like Biology? checking whether her bodily like fluids are venom or not? Like surely Carlisle has she, tried I mean, that one. She was conceived with venom substances, so like she, there has yeah. to be some. Yeah, it does not make sense. Her amniotic sac was vampiric. Yeah. She's definitely got some venom in her. Bella is smart but does not have all the knowledge. (laughs) She still (laughs) is ignorant in this moment. (laughs) Unlike Renesmee, who if they simply ask her, her. I'm certain (laughs) would have all the answers. (laughs) So they're going to go back to Brazil, but also, oh yeah, don't forget... I have to go see the Volturi, and I have to do it alone, and I'm not going to tell you why I have to be alone for another two pages. Two pages? <laughs> for no reason. In the meantime, this also, section was just stu- I Alice saw it. that this was going to be a problem, but don't worry, Alice sent a wedding invitation, and also I got this really cool crown jewel necklace, and it was all just like, fine. Yeah, like, what the fuck? 
Sure we have to talk that. about this this gift. So I don't understand I'm, the point of this. I don't either. And I also yeah. feel like this note is supposed to be intimidating, but it doesn't it's really not read intimidating. It sounds nice. I so look forward to seeing the new Mrs. Cullen in person. Like I get yeah. that it has subtext, but even right. knowing that it has subtext, there's no threat in it. Because it's just like, hey, you should right. come see me soon. Yeah, because like Bella did plan on becoming a vampire. Right. So it's not like she was trying to stay human and right. he was like There wasn't like I'm nefarious things going on here. So yeah. like what <laughs> it, And this present arrived before Renezme was conceived, like before yep. the wedding. Yep. So right. it's not even like there's like, oh no, they're gonna find out about the-. like what are you scared of? Right. This I think this would have been more interesting, again, as Olivia suggested, as an opening scene, because what if Bella read this note and was like, with what I know about the Volturi, I understand this to be a threat, and I'm really excited to enter this world, but like now I'm also kind of having this feeling of like, I'm going to be entering like a lifelong contract where these people who think they can just boss me around and do whatever kind of will can. get to do that. Right. right. And also then when she's on her honeymoon and she's like, wait though, I kind of do want to keep having sex with you as a human. Mm-hmm. Then there's like more conflict right. of like, okay, but he said soon. So like, what does soon right. mean? I got that note. Yeah. We don't know what so much better. What made it so much better? (laughs) Are we gonna have to rewrite this book? (laughs) Uh, So then it's like it's it comes in a box that's encrusted in jewels that are like almost worth more than the necklace that's inside, except for the part where what's inside is a crown jewel. Yeah, (laughs) I don't understand why. I love the sound of this box so much. I love I I love a special little container. I I love a tiny box. Oh my god, I want it so bad. I don't care about the necklace. Yeah, necklace, whatever. I want the special little box. Box, one hundred percent. All right, so that's what happens. That yeah, and no, and then we get the hunting trip. (laughs) No, I mean that's what happens like with the. That's what that's what happens with the Volturi. Yeah, that's it. Then they're like, okay, so she's just gonna take a quick jaunt to Italy. And in the meantime, I didn't even tell Charlie about it, and we're just gonna, like, go hunting, because that's a thing that Renesmee does now in her little one-year-old body, just, like, dances ahead of them like a little dog. Taking down a stag. How? Like, she is the side, she, like, comes up to, like, maybe your knee? Maybe. Also, we've gotten no description, like, I guess she has, like, sharp teeth. Does she have teeth? I guess she has hunting instincts. We don't get any information in this chapter of how she takes down a stack. We know that she is strong. We know she's strong. And we know that she prefers her donated human blood, but if forced, she will drink animal blood, and she can stomach human food, but doesn't want it. As we watch, she crouched for an instant and then sprang 15 feet up into the air. Her little hands closed around a snowflake, and she dropped lightly to her feet. She can jump 15 feet into the air and, like, lightly land. Because she only weighs two pounds. And then they do this thing where she will, this is routinely how she does something when she wants to talk to somebody, but mostly Jacob. She runs toward him and then jumps up into his arms, like, dirty dancing style. This is how they always, this is how she gets picked up. She jumps up like a cat into his arms. (laughs) It's really weird. And when she's done up there, oh my god, she she backflips out. She (laughs) She flipped backward out of Jacob's arms, landing lightly on her feet, and rolled her eyes. What? I was dying. I was dying. I just like, oh my god! Can you imagine sitting down to like write the most graceful thing you can possibly imagine? And you decide it's a one-year-old sized human doing a backflip out of somebody's arms for no good reason. (laughs) I could cry with how funny this is. I really feel like they need to start having her interact with more humans. Because this girl is not going to be able to be normal. (laughs) Well, I don't think they have any desire for her to be normal. Like, they're ready for her, Renesmee, to only ever meet her own family and all the werewolves. 
Like, yeah. she's Why would she ever need anything else? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Then, of course, Bella... Okay, Renesma and Jacob go off to, like... The, she's very competitive. So yeah. they have to, like, fight about to, who's like, going to take down a right. larger stag. Which, like, I guess if they're going to have a dynamic, I... Sure. That's better than... Right, like, putting them on equal be. footing in, like, some way, even though it's fucking weird and even whatever. Though, yeah, pass. And then... Bella sees a glint of something off, like, four <laughs> mountains away. Something zooms that not in, even a bald eagle could see. And zooms in with her little bug eyes. <laughs> I literally, I, I felt like I was in a movie. And like it was, a like, spy zooming movie. in. Because I don't understand, like, how her <laughs> eyes work. And then she can, like, see the expression on her face, obviously. Yeah, of course. And the, we- the sound of her growl takes a little time to get to her but she can hear it but it gets there <laughs> but it gets there uh yeah Irina is not happy about this she doesn't love it yeah like and we don't really understand why at this point though of course we know that she's the one that had that I don't know she turned like a baby into a vampire or something no right? that was her mother that was her mother oh that was her mother right and then her mother was like put to death for it yes um so like I'm aware that that's a thing. Like, oh, she probably saw Renesme, you big dummies. Yeah, she really does not think about the Renesme aspect. Yeah. It's really about hurting Irina's feelings with the wolves. With the werewolf. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I was going to say, I feel like she does a pretty good job of this, like, logistics of, like, calling Edward and Carlisle, and then they get there really fast. Like, yeah. this, like, making plans as vampires did go fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then Edward and Carlisle run off to catch up with her. Um, and I gotta say, this is not Stephanie Meyer's best button on the chapter. Oh, my God. Chapter. Agreed. And the weird thing happened once again where the spread happened to line up and it happens to be the final oh. line <laughs> on a right hand recto page so i thought there was going to be a page turn and then it was just the end of the chapter and then it was a new chapter i, was I had like, no idea this was the end of the chapter normally oh, you can tell you can feel it yeah because she feel e- it coming my ebook my yeah. ebook doesn't have it you know go a whole page well i guess that sort of solves the problem of yeah. always knowing that the end of the chapter is coming yeah <laughs> you want to read it yeah do you want to read it melissa okay Renesmee was complacent in my arms, one hand still resting on my face. Since the hunting trip had been aborted, she would just have to make do with donated blood. Her thoughts were a little smug. Um, that's it. He did a good job of reading it in a way that made it maybe sound like that. Oh, the thanks. <laughs> in my head. Her I, thoughts were a little smug. Like, you <laughs> did do a good job of reading it, but I feel like you also added, like, a sense of... Like, you, like, did it really matter a fact, which is exactly what this feels like, because it's, like... It's just a fact. Yeah. Like, no, no, there's no, no, no like, no, tension or drama I mean, I, or anything. I that. only read it how I read it, because it's very obvious to me on this screen that this right, is that's it. That's the end of the chapter. That's it. <laughs> All right. Best sentence, worst sentence. Um, worst sentence is... Um, we kind of already talked about it. My gaze zeroed in on the color that shouldn't have been there, so far away in the haze that an eagle wouldn't have been able to make it out. And then she describes <laughs> it in excruciating detail. An eagle? <laughs> oh my god, I have so many worsts. Yeah. I know. Wait. A lot of contenders. Oh, I have a best. We didn't talk about this yet. Okay, so I started out being really mad at this paragraph, and then I actually liked it. Alice and Rosalie usually began our day with a fashion show. Renesmee never wore the same clothes twice, partly because she outgrew her clothes almost immediately, and partly because Alice and Rosalie were trying to create a baby album that appeared to span years rather than weeks. They took thousands of pictures documenting every phase of her accelerated childhood. That is interesting. That is interesting. And I wouldn't have thought of that. It shows forethought. Yeah. Okay, can I read another worst? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Even been freed from old nightmares, from any dreams at all, it was impossible to forget the Volturi. Nor did they leave us without reminders. 
and literally up until this goddamn sentence, you're chapters like chapters and chapters <laughs> and chapters. There have been no reminders, <laughs> and I did forget about them. <laughs> and it's just in the middle of this chapter like that, and you're like, "What the fuck, Stephanie? God damn it!" <sighs> Oh God, I have so many worsts. You better pick one that I was going to wait for I, this like can't be a best, <laughs> but it's something that we just haven't talked about and I do want to talk about it. So I'm going to pick it as my neutral. Um, <laughs> this is Bella talking to Jacob when Jacob is like, oh, well, if you guys are going to Brazil, like I'm going to Brazil. And mm. she's like, no, like you live here. Like we'll come back later. She goes, are you officially dropping out of high school then? Mm. If you're going to keep up with Renesme, you're going to have to study a lot harder. Yeah, obviously he's yeah. dropping out of high school. <laughs> he says, but like, I it's a sabbatical. I'll go back when things slow down. No, he's not. I he also, that. if he does go back, will look exactly the same. Yeah, which is I mean, 25. problem. But, like, also I love that Bella was like, you need to go back to high school because Renesme is already way smarter than you. Yeah. <laughs> Not, like, for your own edification. <laughs> like, you're not gonna be able to, like, she's not, she's not gonna You know how you're gonna marry my daughter? <laughs> Eventually, we all just agreed that that's what's mm-hmm. happening. You, you should to try to keep up Yeah, we're not her. gonna have a dummy in the family. We're all incredibly intelligent. <laughs> okay, I insist on reading all three of my worsts. Do it. <laughs> and I was euphoric the vast majority of the time. That's, like, just, I feel like, by definition, not what euphoria is. You can't, <laughs> by definition, be euphoric all the time. That's happiness. It is n- a that's peak happiness. of emotion. Yeah, like, literally, <laughs> it's the highest of happiness that you can possibly... I've felt euphoric, like, three times in my life. You gotta have a lower part on either side so there can be a peak. To be able but to well, experience euphoria. Yeah, the, her lower parts are th- three months ago. Yeah. And <laughs> that was last year. Last year was the sad. This part She's just is been the in euphoria. constant euphoria since then. <laughs> then also, I would like to add um, one of the hazy things that Alice sees may or may not happen. Its own problem already. In a parenthetical. Okay, she's like, maybe a call from Renee. Parenthetical, I was practicing my rough voice and getting better at it every day to Renee's knowledge. I was still sick but mending. Literally not even worth a regular sentence in the book, what her mother thinks is Also, three months later. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Renee does not care about her child. Bella doesn't care about her either. I mean, I guess it's fine. And finally, we have this very dramatic description of Irina. They're, like, staring at each other. There's the, like, oh, yeah, like, maybe this werewolf killed her partner, who, by the way, they were together for, like, two seconds. Yeah, two seconds. Um, And it's, like, all dramatic. (laughs) When the faint sound reached me, she had already turned and disappeared into the forest. Crap, I groaned. (laughs) Not I just could not me. handle crap exclamation <laughs> shit exclamation point I groaned at the end of this dramatic passage no this was so bad to me I was yeah, like oh, I love that we still girl. have her personality <laughs> oh crap Bella's still Bella um, um yeah I have no best sentence so I'm gonna pick a best uh that wasn't written by Stephanie Meyer cause I think that would be funny to do <laughs> This is Renesme reading like Tennyson. I have done this before. <laughs> that sounds like me. I think you have done this before. It's worth it. The bit is worth doing yeah. twice. There is sweet music here that softer falls than petals from blown roses on the grass or night dews on still waters between walls of shadowy granite in a gleaming pass. Beautiful. Wow. Thank you. Incredible. Wow. I don't know where the the line was supposed to end so just read it like prose but (laughs) still better than everything else (laughs) that's it is that that all of us (laughs) is that all of us
Yep. Uh, email us with questions or comments at twilightphasepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, check out patreon.com slash twilightphasepodcast. Shout out to all of our patrons, Melina, Bridget, Karen, Ed, Laura, Andrea, Lamy, Chance, Kings, Gambit, Miriam, Melissa, Rachel, Olivia, Sabine, Hannah, Maddie, Madeline, and Dionysian Thursis. You can follow us at twilight underscore phase on insta is probably the only worth one worth doing but you know <laughs> we're on Twitter and barely <laughs> disclaimer we own nothing the twilight universe and all characters belong only to stephanie meyer if you couldn't tell please don't we do not claim that audio editing by melissa Shermer. cover image by laura Shermer. our theme music is written and performed by adrian Moring. we'll be back next week and if you don't like it bite me bite me i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> well, bite me, Melissa. All right. <laughs>